Hello, and welcome to Know That, a real... We lost them. I'm still here. Oh. Did you turn your thing off? Yeah, I had to get up. I'm not uh, wearing pants. Don't do that again. <laughs> you almost choked me. Full, full moon. Wait, no, full, not a full moon because it's black. So, so like a new moon. Are you moon? sitting raw dog on your chair? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I have like, I'm not underwear. Oh, my no, God. No, no. This is why I love people. Even though the chair, the chair is velvet, it would be that nice. That would be a nice but feeling. No. <laughs> but no. But let's not try it out. <laughs> Take two. <laughs> Welcome to Know That, a Real Housewives podcast. I'm Donnie Hatfield-Smith. And I'm Quentin Lamar. And we do not have Anthony with us today. Pat that was the silence you heard. <laughs> yeah. That we'll was the non- an- no Anthony. <laughs> the power of two will have to do. In his spot, we have Taria as our guest host today from What Else Is Going On podcast. Hello. Hi. Thank you guys for having me. I'm excited. Me too. Thank you for coming. I said, we need another voice to talk about current events. And then I said, who else to talk about current (laughs) events but Taria? Who will have an opinion that will probably differ from mine? Oh, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Let's fight. (laughs) Right. I think y'all like to fight. That's what it is. It's fun. Oh, it's us. It is fun. (laughs) It wears me out right before bed. I mean, kind of, sort of me a little bit, but (laughs) you guys are smart, so it's fun to fight with smart people. Well, Potomac is over, so we have no we have no real reason to fight anymore. We can be (laughs) we can put we can put it to the side. (laughs) We can be friends now. We'll see. I'm sure there's something, but as of now, I think we're pretty good so far. So before we get into current events. We just wanted to thank some people who donated on Buy Me a Coffee this week. So we wanted to thank Jonathan, Brooke, and Dershawn. So thank thank you. you. If you want to donate to the show and support the show, you can visit buymeacoffee.com slash knowthatpod. We also have coming up every Friday, Quinn and I will be doing bonus episodes of Know That, where we'll talk about this season of The Bachelor. So if you're fans of that show, we've never watched before, but... We're gonna give it a try. The Blatchler. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna do that. Quinn, that is amazing. <laughs> I love that. I'm glad you guys are joining. This is this is Corey's first time. He got into the Bachelorette and he's gonna be into the Bachelor. So this will be fun to listen to you guys talk about it. Are you in Bachelor Nation? Yes. Oh, all right. I'm in I'm in Blatchler. Wait, how do you say it, Quinn? Bla- the Blatchler. <laughs> the Blatchler Nation. The Blatchler. <laughs> Well, then we might have to bring you on as a guest. We'll, that we'll would wait be fun. to see if we agree on people or not. If we don't, we'll bring you in. That would that's going to be fun. <laughs> How was everybody's New Year's Eve? How are you? It was it was nice. It was home. Uh, I had you know my kids were here. My oldest wasn't here, but she was in Jersey. Maybe with my parents, but my other kids were here, and we just watched TV. A whole bunch of. Uh, shows i went and got pizza and chicken and potato salad just all the food that they could want like the pepperoni trays and sparkling cider and it was just nice to like walk back and forth from the couch to the kitchen from the couch (laughs) to the kitchen i think that might be the night that we binged house of ho 
I didn't yeah. watch that yet. I mean, you have to. Those hoes are in the house. I'm telling you. <laughs> Is that the tagline? <laughs> it should be. <laughs> I think y'all will like it. It's like just enough drama. It's not quite housewives drama, but like a little bit of housewives drama, but doesn't go so dark that you're like, uh, the nation's yeah. divided. You right. know, it's well, fun. Yeah. And those people have money, like, the father saw a house and was like, let me see if my oldest daughter likes it. You like it? Okay, I'm buying it. And I'm renovating the entire thing. It's like, oh, okay. A <laughs> whole where house. where are they located? Houston. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Quinn, how was yours? Answer carefully. It must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love I love this when we ask each other what we did over the holidays. Like, we weren't together. <laughs> like, um, I was going to say, Wait. <laughs> Let me see. Uh, what did I do? I mean, I can't name anything I did without you. Um, what did I do? <laughs> so, I mean, there's there's really nothing really that I can think of that I really did. I we we told, <laughs> I commented on Donnie's parents' air fryer on Facebook, and then they get they they mailed us one. So, yeah, I not mean, as a Christmas present, just as a little that, a little bonus. Just, that is nice. So I'm so, going to start commenting on it. That's like when you, that I like. <laughs> nice comment. Yeah, I mean, like, if that's what the new year is going to bring, then that's great. But yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, it might sound like pathetic that the only thing I really have to talk about for the new year is an air fryer, but. But we're only four that's all days. I to talk about. We, I mean, what did we do? We, we, we stayed home. We stayed Mom. home. We drank. We watched. <laughs> What's that? It's, it's a favorite in this house. Kathleen Turner. It's a John Waters film. It's very funny. Serial Mom, you said? Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. It's like from 1993. It's it's like all like throwback. It's really funny. Uh, like Ricky Lake is in it. Kathleen Turner's in it. It's like all these. Oh, Kathleen. It's a Turner. typical like John Waters. <laughs> yeah. like, it's very. It's a it's a great movie. If you haven't seen it, see it. Okay. If you've seen it, then you should watch it again because I definitely saw mm-hmm. some stuff that I missed. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> Yeah, that, and was, that was pretty much our. That was that, and then at midnight, I hung out the windows with pots and pans because oh, I'm, you did? <laughs> I'm Philadelphia trash, so I had to bring that to Brooklyn. <laughs> Wait, you're from Philadelphia? The suburbs. My mom and dad are from Philadelphia, but still, I didn't know we were still close. I used to work on Walnut Street. Oh, well, I worked at a store called Arden B and King of Prussia Mall, and then I went and helped out in Walnut Street for a lot. I worked in high school. I worked in um, Rittenhouse Square a lot. <gasps> That's we a were beautiful. Right there. Yeah. yeah, like wow. Okay, my I have family. My sister in law and her husband are in Philly. My uncle's in Philly. Yeah. Okay. No wonder. Yeah. And Quinn's from Detroit, so that all makes I'm sense like, somehow, I'm, right? Uh, yeah, we'll tie them in. Well, I like. I mean, I like Philly. I like Philly a lot. It's like New York in the eighties. I like it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously and, though, like I do. It has like kind of a retro vibe to it. Like yes. Like Detroit does too, but Detroit is like a bit more like I don't know, um, more industrial, yes. <laughs> like industrial waste. Well, like if I you th- go into certain old parts, but like downtown <laughs> Philly is like, it still looks like you know like trading places. Like yes, <laughs> it does. So but I thought about you, Quinn. The uh, my last, the episode before last, because I interviewed somebody uh, named Lawanda, and we were talking, and she goes, "Yeah, yeah," and she it's Detroit, and she goes, "Oh yeah, the big three. and I was like, and finally I said, "Wait, what's the big three? Because she said her husband drives Chrysler, General Motors, or yes, Ford. Oh. yes, and her her husband drives tractor trailer, and I was like, "Oh well, Quinn from the you know you know whatever, <laughs> whatever. I'm like, my friends are gonna feel like y'all you are obsessed with us, but I always can find a reference." 
between you guys, you know, like Stephanie, Kendrick, Obi, Amanda, Chelsea, yeah. like all you guys I can always find a reference. That's because we're in your head. Don't act like I ain't yeah, in your yeah. head either. <laughs> Can't get away from me, anime. I'm in here. I'm in here. I don't want to eat the cake, Ike. <laughs> eat the damn cake. Well, on that note, <laughs> let's, let's travel to current events. And let's start with, there was a New York Times article recently about Andy Cohen hosting New Year's Eve. And in, we're getting to it, Taria. We're getting to it. In the interview, he referred to the firings of problematic cast members as decisions of the moment and stated that he'd rather the show's stars stick mm. around as their journey plays out. Like Redacted Schroeder, there's more on the list, mm-hmm. but that's who I can think of. He also mentioned petitions asking for Bravo to remove Southern Charm off of the air. And he said, why shouldn't it be on? Do we want to cancel the South? Let's talk about Andy. <sighs> um, do we want to cancel the South? Um, a damn big part of it. Yes, we do. Like yeah. a really big portion of it. I mean, I I think this is like, Anthony has said before, like he thinks that Andy is out of touch with the way things are going i think that i think we've changed and i think that we can't expect a 50 year old man to be like up on what he i mean a 50 year old rich man let's be clear right. i think that's a, a problem too he doesn't want to like lose money mm-hmm. i don't think that andy's meeting the moment in a lot of ways in a lot of different aspects of his job i think he's gotten to the point now where he needs to let other people make these decisions honestly I agree. I was talking to somebody the other day and she said, Andy is now just a character of himself. So when Mm -hmm. he goes on to do these reunions, when he goes on to do different things, the cameras turn on and Andy becomes a character, the character that he thinks the audience wants to see and not necessarily being who the audience wants to see because he doesn't know who the audience wants to see. He reminds me of there was a comedian. I don't know if it was Kevin Hart or somebody that talked about I don't know the price, uh, the price of a carton of milk. And like Andy's the same way. You know, he doesn't know the temperature of the world now because he can be shielded because he has money. Right. Money allows you to. Yeah. And he's white. Exactly. He's a white rich man that can hide behind him, him, hide behind. Well, I don't have creative control anymore. He likes to say that. So when I saw that, he said that I was really shocked. I'm like, you took such a strong stance when it happened and now you're backtracking. I, and I immediately thought about money. Like, so are they trying to put together Vanderpump rules now mm. because they're supposedly going to start filming now and they see that it may not be right. what it once was, but for him to backtrack now. And then when he said it would have been interesting to see basically them learn, I don't know how you guys feel. So I'm going to ask you, I feel like I'm of two minds. The first mind is, well, who's going to, point out to them that they were wrong there's nobody black on the cast yeah. but then my second mind it goes to tiffany moon and uh the leva from southern charm is it fair to then just put somebody black on right. or spanish or you know um let uh, latinx to do the emotion the the labor mm-hmm. so i go back and forth with that but either way i'm like i don't think they would we'd be seeing their reckoning on tv no you know, they would just they would just apologize, sit in a confessional cry, and then they'd move on and start drinking or we'd be at, you know, Vanderbump rules. I really don't think we'd see any kind of them learning from it. Yeah, I agree. I, I, yeah, I have to say the same. 
I mean, like Leanne was irredeemed, like she couldn't be redeemed. And she was being racist, quote unquote, against another white woman. So Mm. you had a panel of white women saying that one white woman was racist to another white woman, her nationality being Mexican. But literally, if Carrie stabbed me and I told the police I was stabbed by a Mexican Mm. woman, they would not look for Carrie. Right. Right. I could not describe her that way. So like race was such a, it wasn't used right. It was so tone deaf. And now he just, he keeps, you know, I, I have nothing against Andy. I have no reason to have anything against Andy, but there's just, like I said, there's so many moments I feel like he's not rising to that. He's not meeting and it's getting worse in my opinion. Yeah. It's almost getting borderline. It's like, again, I know we talked about the Real Housewives of Potomac and my thing was, if you're going to be fair, Andy, if you're going to hold Monique to the fire, fine. But also we can't tell her something is not happening that we're all watching happening. Mm -hmm. So it's like, at what point do you figure out, okay, I got to hold her to the fire and then still listen to what she's saying. Even if you had to go piece by piece, even to even get understanding from her, because who knows, maybe he thought she was thinking one thing, but it was almost like Anthony said in the previous episode, uh, we're just, Moving on. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's move on. I have places to go, you know. Yeah. Does it remind you of, remember when Kim Zolciak was on was uh, that season of Atlanta and he went in the bathroom and she said, they didn't show any of my good moments. And he said, you didn't have any good moments. And then the next day on his radio show, he backpedaled all of that. Yeah. Same that thing. was the season where she was like leaving all the time, right? Wasn't that her yes. last season? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah, that is what happened. Yeah. It's like, it was terrible that season. Yeah. I feel like he knows that the audience is split because mm-hmm. there are a lot of, you know, like right-leaning viewers or yeah. like people that think we're bringing politics in it or whatever. Yes. So I think that he's trying to play the middle ground, but with issues like this, you can't. Right. Yeah. There is no way to do it. Mm-hmm. And I honestly feel like, and I'll ask you guys, do you feel like this? I know that we all have a tendency to be more passionate about things that affect us personally, but I also feel like there's a level of empathy that you have. Like as a black woman, I can be empathetic to the LGBTQ community because I know what we've suffered as black people. And I know what the LGBTQ, the the community suffers too. Right. So just because I'm not, doesn't mean I don't have to, I can't be empathetic. And I feel like with Andy, he has a hard stop when it's anything anti LGBTQ, Mm -hmm. anything that could potentially, or that that offends him, it's like a hard no. But when it comes to issues like race or um, misogyny, he kind of likes to try to float. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that. It, like you said, there's certain things that there should be a hard stop. You know, homophobia, transphobia, racism. Like those should be hard stops all the time. Yeah. Nothing should be walked back. Because I have a feeling if Stasi, I'm sorry, redacted, <laughs> And 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 company and co said something homophobic. He would not be saying what he's saying now. Yeah, exactly. And that it makes me feel like. And I know Nini's doing it because she like feels personally attacked. Mm-hmm. She wasn't, you know, marching for Breonna Taylor or George Floyd or anything. But now that it's about her, now she has things to say. But mm-hmm. it makes me feel like there is truth to her statement. Yes, and. Yeah, I think that Andy could have some of these 
feelings that he knows as like the face of the network that he mm-hmm. shouldn't have, mm-hmm. but it's hard for him to act on them because he doesn't truly believe it. I think. Yeah, and like, he wants to be ambiguous. Yeah. He wants, like yeah. you said, he wants to be, to appeal to the right leaning and the left leaning. Mm-hmm. So he wants to be, I, and I believe the thing is, I believe what Nini is saying is true. Yeah. But then I look at ha- how she's going about it versus how Mariah Huck is going. We don't, here, Mar- Mariah Huck talked about it one time, mm-hmm. and that was it. I feel like, Nini, if you want people to support you, you're having these lives and you're not even telling us. Like, what are we getting? Nobody's going to just blindly support right. anything. Mm-hmm. You know, even with George Floyd and all, when people started saying, well, wait a minute, racism and this, they were kind of like, okay, we're marching. But, Nini, we don't know. You know, and, yeah. and the truth of the matter is, if they had offered you probably what you wanted, you would still be there. Right. Exactly. And then, like I said before, it, it's not like she was delivering on her job. Like she yeah. wasn't, she didn't do her job. We we watched you assault somebody. We watched you be set out basically for half the season. We watched you have to do an apology tour with everybody in the cast because they were basically done with you. Mm-hmm. And then you didn't even do your job. So now you want to come back and say that it's racism. Now it, it may very well be racism, mm-hmm. but are you the person that we want to hear that from? Or are we going to accept that from? Right. No, like it doesn't for you, for the way she's doing it. No, it doesn't seem genuine. And the marching in a time during a pandemic and with all this stuff going on for you, for your wallet, like that's just for your wallet. Exactly. It's typical Nini is very narcissistic and self-centered. It's disgusting. It's to me, it's disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. It almost reminds me when she compared herself to George Floyd and said, well, you know, they had. Uh, there she made a reference almost like st- holding her down, but she compared herself to George Floyd. Like this was before this. It was like, re- I believe it was probably when contract negotiations were going on. So she did a live and compared herself to George and said, my life matters. Oh, I didn't even like that. know that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, but what, what else can we expect from somebody who basically made their husband's cancer all about them? Right. Like, right. Are we surprised? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yep. You're That's right. why Claudia Jordan read her for filth. I was like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> She's she is a mess. Like I I like Nene. I liked her Me on the too. show. Me too. But but she's turned into this. I, I can't even describe it. It's this opportunistic, narcissistic. Yeah. Like she literally, it's like she she became something else over yes. these last few years. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it need to go back and she need to go back where it was. When she came back, she left as one thing. And when she came back after being on that Ryan Murphy show, she hasn't been the same since. She was better as a friend of. Remember that season? Uh I'll stand by it. She has not been the same since she done the apprentice. I'll stand Mm. by. I've said it before. Yeah, you have said that. Yeah. That was the first big change I saw in Nene, and it's been more of that and downhill ever since. Yeah. I have to, yeah, you did say that. Yep. Wow. If you haven't watched it, watch that season. You'll see. Hey, y'all! Hey! I'm so excited. Fresh from Watch What Happens Live. We have Natasha here. (laughs) Right, in my mind. I felt honored. I was like, oh my God, I was on there last night. (laughs) You don't even know, girl. I didn't even know. So... So welcome to our show. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Of I'm course. 
so excited to talk about these girls tonight. Oh, yeah, okay. we got a lot to talk about. Before mm-hmm. we get into them, tell our listeners about yourself. Tell them about your show. Oh, oh my gosh. Well, hi, guys. My name is Natasha. And I actually have my own YouTube show called The Weave Whisperer, where I like concentrate on like hair, beauty. But now I'm getting more into opinions on TV shows like Lovecraft Country and Insecure. And so I'm really excited to talk to you guys now. So if you want to follow me, please do so on YouTube and all social media platforms at The Weave Whisperer. I thought she said weed. I was like, I would have been impressed and happy. <laughs> you you know, I wish I was a connoisseur like that, but no, more weed. But so. I like that too. <laughs> I mean, your hair looks good. Your hair looks great. Yes, it does. So. Thank you. <laughs> Natasha, I was so excited. I watched your show like a companion piece to Lovecraft Country. I was excited to watch the real show. And then I was excited for your episodes to come out. Oh, They were God. so educational, but like in a fun way, <laughs> in a fun way too. Thank you so much. Because, you know, I put like my blood, sweat and tears into Lovecraft Country because I felt like it was an important show, yeah. but it was so entertaining and I didn't want to be boring. So that is, that was like one of my little babies. So thank you so much for watching. Of course, this show. <laughs> so I'm happy to collaborate on your join right now. <laughs> okay, we're going to get it right now. Yeah, let's get it. So before we get into like the shows themselves, what is your history? History with Housewives. How long have you been watching? Okay, I've been, since since creation. Oh my god, <laughs> that's the I answer we like around here. What's the first season of Atlanta? Is the first Housewife franchise, right? Or no? OC? No OC. Okay. Well, I started out with the Atlanta Girls season okay. one, where they had Deshaun Snow and you know Sheree, and it was it was low key, but you know it was change I could believe in. So <laughs> that's where I'm at with that. I mean, I've enjoyed the New York Girls, the New Jersey, the Potomac, uh, the short-lived DC mm-hmm. franchise. There was a tech, wasn't there Texas? Dallas. Dallas, yep. Dallas. Dallas. Didn't watch that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I miss... I'm into, like, the whole Beverly Hills OC thing, but for the most part, I'm on my Housewives, yeah. yeah and I now, the first. Like, now that you mention it, I missed the first season of um, Atlanta. It was such a different vibe. Like, yes. They, like, even, like, at night, they dressed like they were going to some event, like, in the middle of the day. Like, it was, <laughs> the clothes were, like, so different. It, it was so wow. cute. Yeah. It, it was, yeah, it was a lot more, like, real and, like, gritty. Yeah. Yes. And, like, yeah. people, it, it made more sense back then, actually. Mm-hmm. It did. True. You're right. R.I.P. Nini, because that was the Nini. That Nini is gone. Yes. She's gone, yes. Yeah. Is Atlanta your favorite? Of course. Because this girl's giving... Mm. Like Atlanta is the, I feel like is the best franchise hands down, but you know, things are changing. Potomac is giving these girls a little bit of run for their money. <laughs> You know, yeah, so right. it, it, it remains to be seen how it's all going to pan out because I feel like reality TV is changing in general. Yes, I agree. Definitely. So let's jump in. We'll save Atlanta for the end. Save the best for last. Let's jump into Salt Lake. What are your views, Natasha, on Salt Lake City so far? Okay, my favorite, Mary, Mary. Okay, she's like, you smell like hospital. Not a hospital, not the hospital, but hospital. Can't even get over that. I can't get over that. I really enjoy Whitney and her baby voice and her stripper pole because that's who I resonate with. I love, I love pole dance. And um, 
and, and Jen, Jen is like so cute and, you know, enhanced and I'm with it. You know? <laughs> enhanced. Very. She's definitely enhanced. <laughs> she is. And then when they show those pictures of when she first met Sharif, it's a lot yes. to take in. It's like, yeah. Harper, who this woman? <laughs> I feel like I've never seen it. Does she look better or worse? It's just different. Yeah. It is. Almost yeah, like the salt different. and pepper haircut. Remember how we used to do the high low and stacked it and then stacked in the back? That is Mary. I mean, that is Jen before girl. You gotta see those pictures. Oh, you know what? I did see them. And you know what? she was adorable still. Yes. Yeah. She's I mean, yeah, she she looks like a different woman. Yes, totally different woman. Yeah. I think I think there are they are an entertaining bunch. I've been to Salt Lake City before and I cannot wait to get the hell up out of there. It was so <laughs> weird. So to see them like really operate in this is interesting because I feel like there's nothing to do there, but they found like everything to do during a pandemic or before that in Salt Lake. That's fascinating that you say that because yeah. I feel like everyone watches this show and wants to go on vacation there now. Yes. I mean, you could go skiing, but yeah. I mean, I, mean, I but I love Salt Lake because they're all so likable. Like it's, I don't hate anybody. Maybe it's because it's new. You know, I haven't, I don't have the, <laughs> I don't right. have the anything to hate anybody over. But I like that they're all so likable. Like when they were all like sitting in the snow and stuff, like just mm-hmm. talking. Yeah, that was cute. Like, yeah. I wanted to see the pastor and the, and the pastor though. I was like, where is Mary? Where is Mary? There it's not, is, the same oh, Mary. It's not the same without Mary. But you know, I did read and somebody said they confirmed it that when this fr- show first taped, Mary was, was filming as a friend of, but then when the new production company came in, they wanted to bump her up to a wife. So they said the second half of this season, we may not see a lot of Mary with yeah. the group. It may be one-on-one scenes. And I like, Ma- I love seeing Mary with Meredith and Lisa. We get a different mm-hmm. side to her than when she's with Jen to me. Yeah. Because yeah. all her and Jen do is fight. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Very right. antagonistic. Well, even her cameo in the beginning, it wasn't really a scene. She was just FaceTiming with her son about not to buy that white woman any more gifts. We already saw that. <laughs> <laughs> I was confused by that too. I was like, Stop um, spending the, the, the church money on that white girl. And I feel like, girl, you're doing this for show because the fact that he thought he could do it would be a problem mm. in my house. Like, oh, you thought that you was, that was going to be okay? And I'm talking to you after the fact. Right. It's just something doesn't. I almost feel like she keeps pushing the girlfriend storyline. Like, yeah, she always brings up the girlfriend. Yeah. I'm like, why? Wait, can we can we get into the wealth? Because, yes. OK, so the first couple of episodes when they did that, like luncheon and she bought them all those Louis Vuitton beats, uh, I mean, ear pods and everything was just so like, I'm like, hmm. These I really feel like these girls got like coins, mm-hmm. like for real, like real money. Salt Lake. Yeah, like $1, real dollars, all of them per headset. And how there was how many in it? They were eleven hundred dollars each. Right. I wanted to um, inbox her and say, "Listen, can you can you, I can send you postage if you send me gens? Like I'll send you the money to send them to me because she left them on the table." Yeah. Because Meredith said somebody like on Twitter, I saw somebody ask like Meredith, like, did you like the air the um the AirPods she gave you? And Meredith was like, Well, they were cute or whatever, but I'm not throwing away the ones I have. <laughs> oh. I <was> like, oh. <laughs> so it's right. like that. That'll okay. do it. 
But Once you again, knew it was like that. Like right. when they walked into those closets and all that. I was like, okay, this was, it was different. It was different than the Atlanta girls. It was definitely different than the Potomac girls. Cause Potomac, <laughs> I mean, hey, we're, we're, we're talking about apartments. Yeah. Okay. Apartments. Atlanta, I never realized the lack of money we're dealing with until they go to places. They go to like to get their hair done and then I see like cracks in the wall and stuff. Right. <laughs> like, why are we filming this? It, I, I blame the production company on that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Come on. Yes. Well, I'm kind of like not impressed by anybody's house in Atlanta. Except, well, actually, for all the stuff they talked about Sheree's house, Sheree yes, had the best she house. Sheree's house was gorgeous. Yes. It was huge. And it was like she took her time with that one. Besides that, every time I see that guest house of Candace, I'm like, damn, right. I she got a guest right. house. Right. <laughs> like and a whole other like, house. It doesn't seem like a whole other house. <laughs> Candy is the real moneymaker. Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, hands sure. down. She's, I like she's probably one of the too, richest. Though. Well, now, when I went to Atlanta, I'm just going to go ahead and admit this on the podcast. <clears throat> I had kind of like somehow made my way by the, by the houses. By <laughs> <laughs> Kenya's. In the house. Or yeah, girl, yes, not even in it. Look, not even in Atlanta proper. And I will say Sheree's house is be- like just because it's like on a main road, which is why when they showed Sheree and Kenya making up seasons ago and Kenya walking to her house for sugar, she would get killed because there was like no like they had to bring her in the production van probably and let her out. Uh-huh. So there's no way she was walking from where she lived. But we drove by and just driving by. It looked beautiful. Sheree's house. Kenya's house was in a like a little bit of a different area. We did see like the beds in the back, like those big, I guess, like cabana like beds in the back. We were like, mm. oh, look, we seen that on the show. And then we just like <laughs> drove by. But I will say it is still a beautiful house. Like I think TV doesn't do it justice on the outside, but Sheree's house for sure was gorgeous, hands down. Yeah, I, I could tell it was gorgeous. Yeah. It was uh, and huge, yes. so big. No big reason. For no reason. <laughs> Like that's huge. Atlanta for you. Like those Atlanta, but like Texas, they have the huge, yeah. huge, huge, huge mansions. Yeah. They do. There we go with All that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so back in Salt Lake City then. Yes. Um, let's talk about the Marks family. Meredith and Seth were fighting in her little store next to those purses. And it was more music video product placement because as they were fighting the whole time, there was a bag above her head with her name on it, the name of her brand. And I say, like, why every time do they fight do we need to see advertisements? But that's what we're doing. Yeah. That's what we're doing. Because they know that'll yeah. be the cut. They know that that will They be follow the Bethany. Show. They're trying yeah. to follow Bethany, <laughs> you know. Right. You might as well. You might as well. And I think, yeah. doesn't Bravo get like a cut for any new business started mm-hmm. during the franchise? So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a you win-win. might as well do yeah. it. Yeah. Meredith is the one with the son that had the fashion show, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the father was just like, well, you know why in the hell I didn't come <laughs> because we're beefing right now. So, and I, I, I kind of, that resonated with me. I'm like, yeah, you know, like, you're in a weird spot. You could have communicated that to your son. So he didn't feel heartbroken. Like he doesn't have the support of his father Mm -hmm. because she's make, I feel like she made it a little hard for him to be a dad right now. Mm -hmm. So he's like, all right, well I'm out and I don't want to come here, but he should at the same time, it's still your son. You should have still came. So 
But it was complicated. It was yeah, yeah. Last week when they showed it, I felt like he had work to do, and that's why he wasn't there. And then this week, I felt like he just didn't want to be there because Meredith was there, and that yeah. shone yeah. a little bit more of a light. Mm-hmm. where it made it harder to side with him because I do not want to side with Brooks no matter what. Oh. I, <laughs> believe me, I do not. Oh, I just, he just elongates his words like a little too long <laughs> for me. I was like, oh, that's what it is. Like, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he elongates the words. Yes. Mm-hmm. He just carries it on a little too long. And his mom yeah. does too, but he does it even worse. Yeah, just, <laughs> yeah. They do have very similar speech patterns. Yes, yes. He get it from his mama. <laughs> he certainly <laughs> does. Yes, he's it, to be a fly on the wall. With I, I'm interested in his sister and his brother. Like, do they sound the same? Are they different? Like, I'm really interested. Why don't mm-hmm. we see that? I mean, right. the, the one brothers live in a real because life, they're but. grown and they moved out. <laughs> But still, you know what I mean? Dream. Like, if your family has that show, I'm like, I'm going to be on the show, too. But like, Brooks, should I go back to school next year? <laughs> I don't know. As he's sipping the grapefruit. Yeah. Else he's not going to school. <laughs> As he's, like, setting up the love dip for them to have sex later. Like, <laughs> right. That was do you so... need the oil and dildos? Or <laughs> yes. In the box for you guys to do so you have something to do together. Oh, oh my the funny God. thing is their dynamic. I could see the dad <laughs> saying, Hey, I need you to set this up for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the funny, that's funny that I could see that. But yeah. Natasha, do you like Meredith though? Or do you like, do yeah, you I feel like Meredith? I feel like, well, what's the end of your question? No, I was just going to say, do you feel like, cause I like Meredith and I know that you like Jen too. Do you feel like what Jen and Meredith, like what Jen's kind of saying behind Meredith's back being that, if, if it's true with Meredith and this other guy is not on the show, do you feel that Jen is kind of being like, girl, now you know girl code. Why are you saying, like, telling her business? Well, Jen, wasn't Jen mad in the beginning anyway that she was yep. friends with Mary May? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you so bugging? Every time you say that, I want to say <laughs> she, she, because that's how I remember she's the preacher, the Mary Mary, like yep. shackles on her feet so I can dance. <laughs> I just feel like she's going to keep that going. She's going to keep I'm that Tony running. The shade is going to keep going. I'm like, a lot of it is like very immature shade. Yes. Like anybody can be anybody's friend. Like, come yeah. on right. And somebody's saying that, I'm sorry to take it back to early in the season, but somebody's saying they smell like hospital really is a little deal. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care whose legs got amputated, right? Uh (laughs) You smell like, because honestly, if you have any friends in the healthcare system, yes, (laughs) you do smell like hospital. Like, "Mm, smells like a hospital (laughs) in here. So, very sterile smell. Yes, like Meredith was trying to be like even killed. You know what I mean? I like her. I like Meredith. Her dynamic with Jen. I don't know what they're gonna do. Jen is just like she's like the maybe uh, the. Kenya or the mm. Nini of the franchise, she's the one that stands out. Yeah. She's yeah. the one that has the loudest voice. <laughs> so I feel like she's really trying to live up to that. Yeah. I, I just, I find it. So I'm like, when she was telling that girl's business like that, and I'm thinking now, how is this going to play out on TV? Because it's one thing if it had, if, if it was filmed, maybe they didn't show it, then we'd have like a sort of a like yeah. atomic situation. But 
it didn't happen on camera and you out here like you're willing to throw your friend under the bus, which lets me know y'all became friends because of the show. Ain't no way in the world mm. you get, get me to believe that you're going to throw your real friend like that under the bus, her business for this show. Yeah. Well, if that's what? the case, then she never should have like had her near her, exactly. you know, side that's piece. That's true. Yeah. Like that's that's why yes. I'm like on Jen's side. One, Jen is okay. giving us some, for once, she's giving us some real drama. Like this is okay. a reason to be upset. Yeah. That's one thing. The show needs that. Second, if you're going to air your business out like that, like, oh, let's go to New York and this is some guy that I'm flirting with and I'm married. I mean, I don't know about you all, but I would at least tell my husband that, that, oh, I went to New York with this chick. Let me tell yes. you, this guy was like, it's going to get I would out. Tell my, yeah, I would tell my husband too. So is it I can't for say, the show? Because they know there's a possibility of it being right. aired and they're going to have to talk about it anyway. So for you to be so open, like, yeah, I'm about to go see some guy and flirt with him and da-da-da-da-da. And, and then Jet, I just yes. feel like everybody's down with it. And Seth, yes. first of all, Seth got a girlfriend. I'm sorry, what? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Seth's got a girlfriend. Why is he leaving, coming back? Where is he going? He's going to Tampa. He's going to Tampa. (laughs) Him and Ralph. Where is he going? But you know what, Natasha? That's a good point. And to your point too, Quinn, sometimes I think I forget and underestimate the, the want to be famous and the want of people to be on TV. So mm-hmm. if Meredith doesn't strike me as the type, she's already not telling us her business on TV. So she doesn't strike me as the type that would have a woman that she really just met because of this show mm-hmm. around a dude that she's dating and she's married, even if they're separated. So it could all be yeah. Seth. It, all of that could be true. Seth could actually know about it, but she could know that. I know this. I know Jen is going to say this in the story and it's going to cause drama. Yeah. Make it juicy. I think Jen is there for fame okay. and attention. Mm-hmm. I think Meredith and Lisa are both there for the economic mm-hmm. opportunities and mm-hmm. to be yeah. out there. I think that um, Heather is there because, you know, she's having trouble with the whole Mormon mm-hmm. thing and she you know, hasn't done a lot. This is me into the world. Let me date. Let me experience. Let me become somebody. Uh, Whitney, you my cousin. Come do it with me, girl. <laughs> like, I think that's everybody's motivation. And what about Mary? The only person whose motivations I don't, that's the one. I don't understand what Mary's motivation is. Like she, she has a very weird, troublesome story. She, she, everything she does is only going to reflect negatively on her church and her brand. I have no idea. And the wigs. Why she would want to do The wigs are trash. (laughs) How in the hell do you have a closet full, like millions of dollars worth of clothes and your head is looking like how the hell it's looking? It's just like she put it on and was just like, Mm. Natasha, I need okay. you to get to she, her. I need you. She, I need us to take a trip, I and, and I will go with you. <laughs> I'd be mad as hell looking at Mary, her. Mm. Mary does always look like she just took a sweater <laughs> off of her head. But I've seen worse on seasons of Atlanta. You, you, right. yeah, okay, listen, because listen. they were on the come up. They were on the come up. That's true. That's these true. ladies are supposed to be established, you know, old money. You know, I married my goddamn grandfather. You can have some money. Your hair should be laid. Maybe there's no beauticians of her, mm. you know, yeah. complexion to do her hair over oh. there. I don't know. 
She needs Who's to fly one in though. She, but see, yeah. Mary already forgets that she's black. I feel like she's already trying to take the melanin out of her skin. So for yeah, her, she might not she, even be checking for anybody. Because if she, she pulls up hair. at that 7-Eleven and, she <laughs> like, <laughs> and you know, if you go to, to a salon, a salon selector suites or somewhere to get a weave, there's going to be a 7-Eleven or a corner store somewhere. So she ain't going. <laughs> mm, she's like wait there's black people outside here congregating let's go <laughs> i smell violence and hospital <laughs> i need that on a shirt i smell violence, I smell violence. <laughs> that is hilarious so let's talk about someone that does like black people heather jet <laughs> heather. <laughs> oh Heather, Heather, um, Heather. Do I have anything to talk about Heather? I just wanted to use that segue, but I don't think she did anything. I mean, she was fun as a single rider on snowboarding. Yeah, she day. was. She was mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. Yeah. I like what that. Is she, yeah, she said cool rider. Wasn't she singing cool yeah, rider? Yeah, from Greece, mm-hmm. too. I'm familiar. Yeah. And then she said <laughs> she does know her and the guy were, she said she's holding the flame for the guy because he lives in Atlanta in yeah. L.A. I like Heather. Yeah, you could be living right. in L.A. Yeah, yeah me, too. me too. I wasn't sure I about her at first. Heather. Yeah, I wasn't. I kind of I wasn't sure about her because in my mind, I was thinking she's having such a struggle with this religion. And I felt like she still wanted to be a part of it mm-hmm. as you're admitting that they don't like LGBT and black people. So my thought yeah. was, why do you want to be a part of a religion that does that? But then I had to think back to Christianity and maybe Mormonism mm-hmm. is her safe space. For me, I love God doesn't mean I don't love LGBTQ or anybody, you know what I'm saying? Right. So people can right. look at me and think the same. And that's when my mind started shifting a little bit towards her. Like, I'm glad you pointed that, that out. Cause I was going to point that out. You didn't. <laughs> see, see, about see? She got you. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad you got that. Yeah. And yeah I, think I was it's like, more, wait a minute. More so it's like cultural there. It's like, yes. it's a religion, but if everybody in that place does yes. this it's actually you're standing in this in this city so right. i and like chicks out here selling tequila and all this other stuff they not really <laughs> about this mormon life yo come on right. y'all they're yeah. having sex they're right. they're you know dating black men and uh you know <laughs> drinking uh this just, is just like christian just saying it. right just like christian <laughs> just like christians uh, right and it, it made me think about that and i'm like all right let me take that piece out of it that was kind of like clouding. And I'm like, wow, she really is like a good, she seems to really be a good person. And mm-hmm. what touched me was that scene with her kids when she was willing to basically be miserable because of her kids. And her kids' response let me know like she is a good mom. Like for them to have that response to her and that closeness. Right. So I was like, yeah, Heather's Heather's good peoples. I like no, that. yeah, she sacrificed a lot. Yeah. Heather, yeah, that's why. I, and this is why I don't agree with being a housewife. And everybody on social media is like, wouldn't you want to be a housewife? No. Do you know any housewives personally? <laughs> Have you lived that life? Do you want to? Yeah, it makes it may seem like it's easier than clocking in and clocking out, right? Until you wake up no. one day and all your marketable skills are down the goddamn drain mm. and you stuck and you're like, well, I haven't done anything in 15 years. So who's going to hire me? What is right. my purpose? Right. Bon bon. Yes. It's, being kept is a full time job. Because, and mm. 
the women's movement happened for a reason. Those women were mad at home. Like they were not fulfilled. Like yeah. women, yep. in my opinion, like I grew up with a mother who was very feminist. Like <laughs> I, to to think that this woman would only take care of the house, that that's all her mind could do is just a complete, it's just disrespectful. Yeah. Women, Thank you. Women can do like, I don't know. Every woman in my family ran their house and they worked. There was yes. no stay at home mom. Like everybody- <laughs> Did both. So, like, when I see women, like, oh, I'm a stay on mom, like, that's your choice and that's great, but you know, you could be at work. Like, <laughs> the women in my family would be like, okay, but you don't got a job. <laughs> you know, and it's like, right, right. Because it's like, that's tied mind. to your purpose. Yeah. Your job, a lot of the times, is tied to your purpose. And I could see back in the day when they literally would not allow women to work mm-hmm. that is a great job mm-hmm. but now you so you mean to tell me when you got all this schooling because all these women went to college you went through all these years of, of school and studying and sacrifice just for nothing right mm-hmm. i don't get it it happened you to me and that? it was crazy because i was like i remember being in college in my dorm talking to this dude and he was like me and a group of friends he was like, I don't care how much college my my wife got. She going to stay home and raise our kids. And I said, you crazy. Ain't no way in the world I'm staying home, getting this education and staying home. Fast forward, your life gets turned upside down. I end up staying home, but I just couldn't stay home. I started temp- like I lost my job and my kids fell into entertainment. So they needed a chaperone. But also I was like, I, I can't I just couldn't see me saying I'm going to take $20 to go get contact, eye contact solution. No, I, I need to be able to pull from my debit card the money. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> right. I started temping and it was a big, like, a, a, I realized how women get stuck. And I mean, I would be doing things on the computer. And even just recently until COVID, I was driving for Lyft and Uber. You would have thought mm-hmm. it was my business. And my husband would say, you don't got to drive. The kids are at school. No, I need, no, I need to be able to buy you a gift without using your money. Honey, I got you this gift. Yeah, it came out of your check, but this is for you. Yeah. No, I needed to be able to have my my grandmom always said, you never let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. You better put a little <laughs> mad money aside in case something yeah. happened. Yeah. But you can't do that if you don't have no job. <laughs> What'd you say, Quinn? Grandmother's in mad money. In mad money. It puts yourself. So, so I know what you mean about I look at women, but then I look at other women who I know that their dream was to stay at home. Mm. And that's cool and all. But I also felt like those times I didn't work. I wasn't just sitting home. Okay, well, dinner's done. Yeah. You know, the house is like, that's not an excuse to just sit home and not do anything. Right. I just couldn't sit still. But and at the same time, it's like, can you curse on here? Uh-huh. It's like, fuck work. <laughs> so, like, a yeah. lot of the time, it's like, uh, like maybe maybe you got stuff to do. Maybe you do have maybe, kids. Yep. Maybe you want to spend more than three months with your, with your baby. I yep. mean, I'm with it. It just has to be some balance. And yes. Heather is like the catalyst of someone who really wanted something. Yes. And just was like, okay. And then kind of felt guilty throughout that process. And mm-hmm. she literally had to get divorced in order to yeah. be anything. Didn't her husband say, basically make fun of her in the beginning, like, oh, her little dollars. Like, mm-hmm. So I'm yeah. glad that she stuck with it. Same thing on New Jersey with Joe and Melissa. When he was like, you bring in crumbs. Right. When she wanted to start working again. You know, that little macho thing. That yeah. Do. Like, of course, this is not as not uh, like the same amount as you, but then right. I, I'm doing it too. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, mm-mm. So let's talk about Whitney. 
So in this episode, Whitney's father wants to remove himself from sober living because he doesn't want a roommate. He wants to get back in the game and focus on his career and open a salon, which somebody needs to because he needs a haircut. But last time he was... (laughs) Let's talk about that hair for a second. (laughs) It Um, is such a huge disconnect. Yeah. Like... You would have never thought in a million years, like, that's what, that, he does seem kind of eccentric. Uh-huh. I can uh-huh. see he has, like, that creative, like, thing about him. But I just, I just think he's hilarious um, altogether. He he want to leave because he has a roommate? No. He needs a goddamn drink. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's it's what it, yeah. so obvious. Yeah. It's yeah. so obvious. They need to keep their eye on the father okay <laughs> well you know she she was just on her uh twitter like two days ago saying she hasn't heard from him and she hopes he's doing well oh that's a shame yeah but the fact that you're gonna sit up here and look me in my face and talk about opening a salon and i'm gonna need some help yeah and then I'm she talks cool. about how the last time he came out he guilted her into all that money yes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And went right back to the same lifestyle. Mm-hmm. He is, he's, he's not well, y'all. Right. Like, You're right. you know, you can go to a facility for, I don't know how long, a couple months, but like that's like a lifelong change. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I just feel like they're going to have to take him under her, her wing or, and uh, really keep an eye on him. But she don't have time for that. No. Right. She got a whole it's man and kids. Either. Right. No. Right. But you know what? I almost feel like he's trying to make it seem to them like, I'll get better if I just had my old life, meaning work. I'll get better if I can just get back to this point. Instead of going through the actual process, it's like, well, no, if I get my salon back and you help, then I'll be better. But not for nothing. You had the salon when you got into the situation in the first place. Yep. Yep. I'm like the nerve. Right. Sitting up there talking. Right. (laughs) You know, he's just talking. It's funny. (laughs) It's funny, though, that it looks like um, her husband and her dad were classmates. But anyway. That's why. Oh. <laughs> Don't take it. Let's get into it. Let's get into these, these old head homes. Oh my God. I'd be looking at him like, is this really your husband? <laughs> and you know, I can't say that because she may really love this person. Yeah, has a great yeah. heart. But just as we're looking at it, we're like, right. Thought, is this your uncle? Oh, oh, okay. No, this is like one hand you have daddy, another hand you have daddy issues. Like this is what you get. Wow! Boom. Just like very clear to me. Oh, yes. And then I mean, it's perfectly natural. Yes, I'm your father. No, I don't. I don't want anyone. I don't want a father. I don't want to call you like daddy with a D. I want to call you Zaddy. Right. I want you to be real daddy. Oh God. So let's get into a husband that's a little more age appropriate, Sharif. He was he exists, <laughs> right? He does right. Exist. And he said that when he first met Jen, he noticed how sweet she was first. So then we get a little <laughs> compilation of how much of a bitch she is, which I really like. I think if you are a housewife that can get a a video montage this early in the game, you're doing something mm-hmm. right. Yeah, you're doing some true. good work. Yeah, very true. Because they, they were have quick such an with exciting. Yeah, I like sure. I like the whole dynamic. Yeah, yeah. Of them, like I feel like he holds her down, and vice versa. I really like the fact that he's like a college coach, mm-hmm. and I feel like Jen had to be with him. I feel like you know she's so culturally 
I don't know. She her views on culture. She's just very inclusive. Yes. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. and he and you can tell like he was just looking for someone who was open just like that, who would accept him, his life. And I feel like they have a beautiful family. She is crazy. <laughs> okay. She is crazy, but I feel like she had to be. I mean, yeah. seeing how she grew up and all that, and she was just like really a trailblazer. So yeah. and that house again. The wealth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like she the gets, wealth. every day she gets pep talks like, you know, hey, Jen, this is Sharif. I just want you to know you'd wake up today and be the quarterback in your life. You have the <laughs> ball and I'm the lineman and I'm going to block and you make that touchdown. You be the quarterback in your life. Like, I feel like she gets them every day. <laughs> Quinn, <laughs> Quinn, why are you laughing? <laughs> but you think about it, Coach yeah. Shaw and his pep talks, you know, he'd be the quarterback yeah. in, in your life. So. I would love that. You know? <laughs> yeah. Shoot. Like, and, mean, like every day is like the last game and remember the Titans. Right. <laughs> some deep, meaningful. We can like... do co- cosplay. I'd have the pads on. I'd be like, what'd you say, Sharif? What'd you say? I'll be your quarterback. <laughs> yeah. The tight end. Yes. You know she'd be doing that too. Like, oh, yeah. fumble Oops, I She's fumbled the ball. <laughs> yeah. For me. <laughs> you know that little stance they do when they get down you know yep. she does that you know what i liked uh, out of every single housewife franchise i've liked some husbands but i enjoyed their talk the men i really enjoyed them talking me too they seemed authentic and maybe i don't know what the reason will be but because they don't know each other right. well maybe they were just it is what it is let's yeah. get to know each other yeah. <laughs> you know We're what? Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I like the way it was intercut with the women in the hot tub too. Yeah, I like that. Do yeah. like hot tub right after I ate. <laughs> right. I'm like, man, okay, ma'am. <laughs> but they went. That's what I like. But they went. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. But once you're in the water, you can't see nothing. That's what I'm saying. Right? They, they, they were in the water. Nobody had a stomach. <laughs> I would have been mad too. Like, don't be showing my stomach after I ate. Okay. <laughs> just walk, tipping backwards. Like, I'm just walking backwards. No, I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> I heard somebody, I was listening to a podcast and they were like, I've never, I've never been a grown woman getting into a hot tub with friends before. And I was like, what? Really? Are you American? Like my (laughs) friends, I had a friend when I was working that had a hot tub. We'd be over there. Yeah. My husband would drop me off. Yeah. If we were going to be drinking or whatever. Yeah. I mean, have you ever been on vacation? Right. Cruise. Cruise. I mean, I think it's perfectly normal. Uh, You're having a good goddamn time. But your girlfriends, it's like, if not my husband, yeah, I want my girls to come over and just have. And what to me, I felt like I would love to be out in that Utah air, that crisp air in the Mm -hmm. winter getting in that hot tub. Uh Don't they have dispensaries out there? Or no, it's Mormon country. I think it's that's that's Colorado. Yeah, Colorado. 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 Yep. Mm -hmm. I got them mixed up. I'm going to say. Uh, yeah, because they're really, I don't even know if they sell, like, I want to say they don't sell alcohol, but one of them has an alcohol company. I just know when I went to Salt Lake, it was, like, weird, okay? There was, it wasn't, it wasn't, like, bars and, and things to wow, do okay. like oh. that. Like, everything surrounded Mormonism, is that, if that's, uh, if that's the word. Wow. Um, okay. So, I really can't see them getting too loose unless they do it in the house. 
I wonder if should have found some Mormons. (laughs) Show you how to sin. I know, right? I I couldn't find. You know how Potomac is not really filmed in Potomac. I wonder if that's how this is. And they just stay in Salt Lake, but really they're like an hour out every episode. Maybe where's Park Park Lake? Either they're filming in Park Lake, or one of the ladies said they lived in Park Lake. Oh, but it wasn't Salt Lake City. But do you remember, Natasha, on that episode, um, I think it was last week or the week before when Whitney was talking to Heather and they were talking about the drink rule and how you can only order one drink at a time. You can't order two drinks at a time. And then uh, Katie Maloney, who's from Salt Lake from Vanderpump, said it's true. Oh, wow. Yeah, that you really can only order one drink at a time. You know, you can't have a whole lot of drinks on the table. And I was like, but you're drinking either way. Yeah. Oh, I would say it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Everything. Oh, yeah. I think even their universities in there, like you, you have to bow, sign a contract, never to have sex there. Yep. Yeah, like oh, they're my. not playing. That's I'll why I was like, how are they even having a franchise? And you cannot even do anything. Yeah, right. That's true. <laughs> so the last thing in Salt Lake, and then we'll jump over to Atlanta. How do you feel about Jen bringing her whole family on her first date with Sharif? What would you do? I wouldn't pay for all those people. I was about to say, like, that's a lot. Ma'am, 40 people? <laughs> like, like where, are we, where are we gonna go? Some kind of buffet? Like, <laughs> right. Where, where I wouldn't even know where to take a party that large no. out of the blue. Right. <laughs> and they were in college, so Sharif, where were, Sharif, where were you working? Pizza Hut. We I'm going to say, Pizza Hut. You pay for all those people, right? Uh, <laughs> I feel like he's used to that type of behavior. Well, now, but the first date, good God. Yeah. He 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 wanted, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know, but like, that makes me love Jen. I love girls, like, if they get a dude, they got something that's like, he got you too. I love girls like that. Like, <laughs> you wanna, he gonna get us in the club. You want you, you, He gonna get our drinks. I'm like, he oh, got okay. all 40 of us. <laughs> and that does warm your heart when he be like, nah, it's, I already got it. You're like, oh my God. <laughs> That's, now that's a real that's a real friend. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That was fun. So that's it for Salt Lake. Quinn, you want to take away Atlanta? Okay, so I, I I think now we can't talk about Atlanta without talking about Drew and Ralph. I think Drew and Ralph <laughs> have become uh, such a draw for Atlanta. Now we have them at the marriage counselor. Where, as I was telling Donnie, I said on Twitter too, I don't condone any kind of domestic violence of any kind. <laughs> But Drew needs to start whooping her husband's ass. He is so, like, why is he so angry with her? Like, every time they talk about their relationship, it's just like, he's so damn mad at her. And I'm like, why can't you tell her why you're mad at her like this, yep. like, on a, on a normal, like, can you not talk it out with her? Like, yeah. Like, and then we found out he has issues with his mother. I'm like, yes. oh, there He we hates go. women. Yes. He yeah. not like women. And it's like, oh, how do you... You're as women, like how do you like I know how I feel like as a as a man, you know, well, you know, as a as a gay man, I guess fifty percent less, but <laughs> I know that I feel a certain kind of way seeing him treat his wife the way he does, period. Knowing mm-hmm. how he treats her, but then seeing it on camera is like especially galling to me. But as yes. women, like how do you feel watching this woman deal with the husband like this? 
It's like a train wreck. I'm yeah. like, yo, is he for real? Right. Because she's so she's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you yeah. watch the game, if you've watched the game yes. and the other things that she's yes. been in, I feel like she's accomplished. Mm-hmm. And so for her to go from these great, memorable roles on TV to go home and be talked to like yes. you ain't shit. It's like, oh my God. And it's kind of seems like maybe I don't want to say that any any abuse has happened, but I feel like his words are very combative and and yeah. terrible for her yes. self-esteem. And they said they went to counseling like a million times. That and he don't ever want to do the work. And as soon as they come, like they never follow up. And I'm like, man, the mom is right. Get his ass out of here. Like, <laughs> and that's what I, when, when the therapist was like, like she had this aha moment, like when was the last time he ran when his mother didn't thank him? That's a problem. As a man, you're supposed to, and a, a man and woman, when you take a vow, and sickness yeah. and health to protect your spouse, to provide for your spouse. So, you know, I'm not, I don't walk around daily to my, oh, thank you so much for taking out the trash. Oh, thank you so much for fixing the car. I mean, he, yeah, he knows I appreciate him, but he strikes me as the type that needs to be affirmed because he's lacking in his own self-esteem. Mm-hmm. So when his mom didn't affirm him, like how he wanted her to, then he, you notice he let he left his mom in a spot. You don't appreciate my help and say thank you, so I'm just gonna leave you. Yeah. Now we don't know what else went on, but I was like, wow, he left his mom. I don't know how many times. I mean, to me, I feel like sometimes in, in in the black culture we are taught to you don't cut your family off no matter what if they're toxic, mm-hmm. whatever. Because that's your mom, that's your dad, or whatever. So my first thought was he just left his mom in a spot to prove a point. Then when she said thank you. You went back, but now all of y'all are evicted. You know he what I mean? So it's doing like, nothing from he doing, that's what I'm saying. Like, what what could he have been doing? What could he have been doing? Is such selling drugs, like dimes and nicks. What was he doing at 17 that he was affording the rent? And then, you know, the whole story, I just think the family was dysfunctional, like a lot of families are. Mm -hmm. And he is holding on to this. I don't know how old he is now, but I'm sorry. I don't give a damn if your mom thanked you one time and you came back running and riding and all this. You cannot hold on to that at 39 years old to your wife when you up and go to Tampa to go lamp with some hoes because we know that's what she was doing. What else were you doing? Right. There's nothing else to do. Especially when you're complaining about not having sex. So <laughs> exactly. Connect those dots. Like Ralph is a really good example of like why we were saying why women shouldn't just be housewives mm. because you yes. get stuck with a man like that. I, I mean, I don't think he's all bad. Like I've, I've seen parts where he doesn't seem terrible, mm-hmm. but for the most part, it's just, it's so disrespectful. Like to me, it's like so much disdain in his voice. Mm-hmm. But he speaks yes. to her and like, as somebody who's married, I'm like, he doing this in front of somebody else. Yes. And, and on top of that, like whenever a man says something like that, tell somebody like, oh, he, she emasculates me. Nobody can emasculate you unless you let them emasculate you. What are you talking about? Right. Like, this is the mother of your children. She's emasculating you. How? Because she's asking where you're going. If that's yeah, yes. if you're a man, if you being a man is tied up in you being able to come and go as you please, you can do that single. Right. right. Yes, exactly. And and well, they got married after six months. Right. And another red flag. <laughs> like you yeah. said, this whole how... relationship is a scissor song. <laughs> <laughs> and 
Thank you. The whole relationship is this in the song. Oh my God, that was but, so accurate. But even like you said, how we see some good parts, but I'm just gonna throw out, you know, it's, it, it, look, it's about to be Martin Luther King, <laughs> Martin Luther King Day this month. <clears throat> is it Martin that said oh, it? Whatever. Yes. The measure of a man is defined in times of adversity. Okay. Not the, so the a real uh, the measure of a man and 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 who he really is comes out in adversity. And when he was so condescending when, and touched her, oh, I thought she was going to cry. I was like, at that point, the cameras <laughs> should have been cut. To, you're going to need to cut the commercial. You like, how dare you? Yes. How dare you act like, oh, I thought you were going to cry. And and I almost felt like, did y'all get a sense from the counselor? I almost felt like towards the end, after she enlightened Drew about this man, she was almost like Drew was trying to talk and she was crying. And she was almost like, in order, you can't grieve the past to move forward. But they haven't dealt with it. And my husband was watching and said, if the past was six years ago, yeah, but the past was last week because he left last week. <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. so I'm not That's grieving the yeah, it was it was last he was week. Team husband. That yes. was how I'm like, That's how you gonna felt. get a team husband therapist? This is not even about the work. Because first of all, he's the one who needs the work. I'm sorry, I don't care if you're married or if you just live in the house with your parents or roommates. If you're leaving for days, it might just be good. It's like, hey, heads up, I'm right. leaving. Cause they might be like thinking you're freaking dead somewhere. It's just like it's just curtain. Um, it's bad. It's bad enough to be a married man with three children and just saying peace out. I'm gone for three days. That's right. bad enough. Without just leaving in the dead of night, packing a bag and sneaking off. Like <laughs> that's even worse. Like I get what you're saying, but like even that is not acceptable. You yeah. have to be. You have you have responsibility to be there for your family. Anything can happen to your family while you're gone. Yeah, you're gone for three days. Nobody knows where you are. She's a woman alone with children, like three children under the age of 10. Like this is, come on now. And then for you to sit up there and say, you want respect. You couldn't even respect her enough to answer her phone calls. You would answer a text message to her. Some of them. And you put in cameras in your house to, to make sure nothing happened to her. Cameras aren't protecting her. (laughs) No, It's just a way to control her. Oh yeah. That's what I said. He wants to control her and see what she's doing and who's who's there uh-huh. as if she would bring someone there right he wants to belittle her he wants to control yes. her and that's what it takes to make him feel like a big man and that's she, pathetic she was on mm-hmm. watch what happens live last night and andy mm-hmm. was asking her about it and she was like and guess what andy we're in tampa right now he brought us to tampa and right then i was like okay well mm. it's it's really scary to watch yeah you yeah. know their their relationship it's kind of like she seems like a battered woman, even though she may not be. It's weird because she's up against all of these very strong females, yes. all these strong women who have their own. And they're like, yeah, this is Atlanta. And then here you getting talked to like, like Kenya Moore used to get I was just getting ready to say, <laughs> Natasha, <laughs> you're in my mind. She used to be in her ass. Okay, Mark Daly. She oh was, she was, Ken. she was Ken. Remember she was oh, Ken. Yeah. Him, his peach. Okay, Martin. So, yes. <laughs> that comparison, I was getting ready to say the same thing. That is a she good comparison. Those two, yep. So yep. speaking of Kenya, how about Kenya 2.0, Latoya? Child, I, I'm about to close the computer. is going to pull something if she keep trying so damn hard. <laughs> she is going like, to pull something if she keep trying so damn hard. And it just be for no reason. It's yeah, not even natural. It doesn't even like work. You, you look like you date older men. 
Like <laughs> chick, so do you. So do you, exactly. <laughs> that's how she knows. Like they they older man. Right. Well, production knows that, and that's why she didn't get a peach. She can do all she's doing, but we know it's not genuine. Like that Bravo to me. It's not genuine. Yeah. And I think Kenya 2.0 and Kenya uh, first generation. <laughs> I think the only reason they bonded was because Kenya was going to use the Toya against Portia because in the beginning she mm-hmm. now she made fun of Portia for not knowing Miss USA Miss America but Toya was calling Lake Bailey a river and she thought it was uh-huh. oh you're cute oh you and Portia would get along just fine when she said that to me I'm like if you think they're so much alike and you can't get along with Portia oh you get ready to make her your friend cuz you yeah. I really feel like she thinks she going to do her dirty work when it comes to Portia. Yeah, she's getting her numbers in. Yeah. You I think so? Probably, I probably have an unpopular opinion. I think that Latoya is not Kenya 2.0. I think she's a updated and less... Kim Zolciak? I was going to say Marlo. Oh. Okay. I get Marlo, mm-hmm. like, okay. making mess where it doesn't mm. need to be mess. Like, what Kenya is different. Like, I feel like Kenya has... Kenya's able to do that and be likable. Like, she can be, you know, she can turn on that beauty queen thing. Like, you kind of, even though you you can't stand Kenya, you kind of yes. root for her a little bit. Yeah. You don't root for LaToya. And at first, before we knew the worth of Marlo, we didn't root for her. That's so true. So I think, like, I think she's a, like, really rough Marlo. Like, okay. a really, like, yes. not polished. <laughs> she wants to create drama. She wants to come in and say stuff. Because, like, when you think about somebody who would come into a group and say something like that, not being a housewife, Marlo. <laughs> Yeah, that's something Marlo would say. Yeah, I think it doesn't (laughs) work because they come with just shade and not a personality in a story. It's like, I could receive this shade if it had some type of background to it. It's like, why are you just up in here telling her that she has like a poodle on her head? It's like, okay, girl, who the hell are you? Right. And my opinion is I truly feel that Kenya and this girl Latoya may have some type of like sexual relationship. I know they're playing that up, but I really feel like Mm. they may be able to explore that with each other since they're both single right now. Mm. And on a break for a year with her husband, Mm -hmm. whatever the hell that's. Yeah. Yeah. She's been on a break and Kenya is, you know, 200 pounds now. And uh she she's still cute but you know she's so beautiful covid is like whooping her ass right now (laughs) and (laughs) that's what it is Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and she's an older woman. I feel like Latoya kind of respects that, and they they vibe. So yeah. whatever they're doing, drinking tequila, touching each other's boobs, <laughs> whatever. I feel when, like they be in there doing that. When Kenya said, I "When that. I felt the heat off the TV," because I've never. When Kenya said, "Feel free to take your clothes off, or feel free to get naked anytime," when they showed yeah. that flashback, mm-hmm. and Kenya said to her, "Feel free to get naked anytime." I was like. Oh, I've never heard her talk like that before. Me neither. Oh. Me neither. And the look in her, I said, oh, Kenya is a little bit twisted. They in there getting them shots together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I peeped that too. Yeah. yeah it's very candy it. and Cynthia. <laughs> I'm, I, I have to say it real quick. It was very <laughs> Ashley dancing, Ashley dancing on Robin in Potomac when they was in that hotel room. I said, wait a minute. Oh, I feel something. Like, wait a minute. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, Ashley. Oh, my God. It's deep. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> uh, 
she could be i could hear her saying some very sexual things to ashley I can uh-huh. Ashley's <laughs> coming up like a snake move your body like a snake my i said uh-huh. she'll be all screaming i am so glad <laughs> is not here what and what can, can wait wait can we please what was he gonna do <laughs> we still don't know we still don't know. He he couldn't do nothing. I, I'd never seen him as like a fighter or like somebody <laughs> who aggressive. So he I'm, was I just feel- that he was standing there sexually, non-committally. Very not Come very on. non-committally. Very committal and sexy. Robin. You always run, you always run in your mouth. I told you to stop messing with these chicks. Come on now, Robin. <laughs> That's, it. That That's exactly. Uh, but no, yeah, wait, I we, yes. we gotta stay on task here with yeah. Kenya. <laughs> with, Y'all but, yeah. So Kenya. Is throwing an engagement party for Cynthia, but got to lie. <laughs> Wait, but got to lie and make people think it's Candy's party so that people <laughs> attend. Now, some people should see this as a wake-up call. I don't think Kenya <laughs> does. <laughs> but it would, to some people, I think it would be a wake-up call. To me, it would be. <laughs> I, she's trying to not to really step into the fact that people don't like her. Yeah. Like, yeah. if she would just be like, girl, you know... They're going to be like, no, I'm not coming. So just say it's your party. I'll do all the work. And, but I, I'm confused. I'm really confused because at the end of the last season, I did not think that her relationships were that bad with the Me girls. Neither. So I'm like, well, what, what happened between uh, that time and now to make it just like, no, you can't come to Porsche. Say, no. I'm like, y'all been well, hating each other. So what is the difference now? I feel okay, like Portia so, broke that up, their friendship. I think there was issues with Portia because they got close with the babies and then yeah. that fell apart. But then there was a whole thing where she was the cookie lady thing with Tanya. Yes. Then there was the Marlowe thing with the Kenya Moore hair care. They showed oh, that, a lot yeah, of that's it. Right. That, yeah, was so that's, that, yes, that was last season? That was last right. So that's season. two out. <laughs> yeah, that's two that's, out right there. That's two out right there. Then we had, like, with the whole thing almost messing up Cynthia's engagement. Cynthia's still mad about that because she brought it up, but of course she'll get over it. But Candy was also mad at her for that. That's right. So, like, she she's pissed some people off. But think about it when she said I did some really hurtful things to my friends. But when Cynthia brought it up and she said I was in a really bad place, that lets you know she denied all last year that she did that on purpose. Uh When she said I was in a bad place, I was Mm -hmm. like, we knew it. You did that on purpose. Right. On purpose. I mean, who the hell would do that? Right. Uh, I feel like you're going to get proposed to. And it's like, well, that's why we're here, dummy. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Why are you saying? She's like, I didn't mean it. And then just to see how Mark was just, yeah, you're right. Just like really going in on her like she deserved. I think she deserved every bit of shade that Mark gave her because that's how she has been behaving since she's been on this show. Yeah. Really, really nasty. Remember when she did Phaedra and all these other people and now Mark's like, uh-uh, uh-uh. Your, your attitude is stank and let me put you in your place. So yeah, Mark's the only piece. one that could dish to her what she gave to everybody yes. else. Yes. Yeah, those seeds that those seeds that she planted you can't dictate when the seeds you plant are gonna harvest boo and and (laughs) what form they harvest in and it just happened to be mark i was telling donnie the funny thing is is like if nini was in the cast even with all nini drama they would have invited nini Mm -hmm. oh yeah you know what she may not have come (laughs) (laughs) probably wouldn't have come but they would have had no problem inviting her her being invited would not have been divisive right so what does that tell you what Mm. does that tell you 
Because then, Nene doesn't take like those those really nasty shots, like that cookie lady thing. What was below. I just felt like that was just okay. Yes, fight her, fight her. Now. That's a yeah. reason to fight. That is a reason to yeah. fight. I don't. That's the way Kenya roll. I don't want to talk about the Apprentice again, but I don't know if y'all saw her <laughs> on there. Oh, didn't Vizica Fox? She I had to watch this on YouTube. Calculate. She did some calculating shit on there. And she brings like she brings out of people. She like plots against you. And like I know somebody who back in Detroit because that's where Kenya's from, who was who did who did modeling and beauty um contests with her. And Kenya was known for like destroying girls' costumes, setting <laughs> them up. Like Kenya's been doing this for a long time. Like, like to this a day, movie. <laughs> to this day, to this day, I whenever I bring her up or like talk about Housewives podcast or talk about Kenya. She got something nasty to say about Kenya. Like Kenya always been like that, and I'm like, mm. wow. Well, you can what... you can tell you can tell. I mean, her attitude is disgusting. It didn't just happen like that. And her own damn mother don't like her, but that's because her mom has is, is mentally ill or whatever, and just is not a mother. Uh, but I feel like that really mm, that made Kenya hard. Like she's think... beautiful. She's beautiful. So I think she had a lot of problems with men. Mm. Yes. And I think she had problems with women because of her mother. And I think you combine that and you get. <laughs> and I think she lied. I had a, it's funny you bring out the personal. I had a near miss with her two years ago. So I have another podcast and I live in Baltimore and there's a, I was interviewing a radio host on the show. So I go to Silver Spring, which is where they film a lot of Potomac. And I go to the yeah. radio studio. When I get there, the girl I'm supposed to interview, the, the other host from the radio is coming out of the room and saying, girl, get on this elevator. Let's go. Let's go. Her boss comes out. And I'm like, I know I ain't drive an hour or something again because you had to cancel the first time <laughs> for us to do this interview. And they start arguing back and forth. And the girl I was, her name is Danny Starr. She was like, mm-mm. She was on Bridezilla, actually, too. She I was like, like Danny. Danny. Yeah, it was her. She was like, no, I'm not interviewing her. I'm not doing it. She's a liar. I'm not doing it. So I'm like, what's going on? So she was like, girl, get get in this interview. So then I was like, oh, you're going to do my interview? She said, yes. They were supposed to interview Kenya. Kenya was on her way upstairs. They were supposed to have exclusive rights to Kenya. She was not to do any other interviews. You know how that goes. She went to another radio station that morning. (laughs) One of them heard her Mm -hmm. on the radio. They called her out on it, and she said she didn't. So Danny was like, nah, you're not going to lie to my face and then me sit in your face and interview. So Danny left, and someone else did the interview. Wow. And right there, because I, I remember hearing people say, oh, well, she's nice in real life. Well, of course, she's nice to fans. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who isn't nice to fans? Shut so when, when, when I saw that <laughs> happening, I was like, mm, she's the Kenya I thought she was. Yeah. Which is why Portia's sister threw that surprise party for her. Didn't <laughs> <invite> her. <laughs> Cynthia was dead wrong. Cynthia, why in the hell would Cynthia jump right on the phone? Like, hey, girl. Yeah, I, I didn't like that. I just got invited to this party and nobody likes you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she was just like, okay, girl. Like, yeah. she could have just left her out of it. And she I blame have. Cynthia for making her upset. That's Cynthia's fault. It is. Yeah. I like when production lied, though. Like, did you know about this? And they were like, no. But sure. The T is Lauren, Portia's sister, tweeted last night. And somebody was like, you're foul for invite, uh, uninviting her today. Of She said right. it two hours after I told Cynthia she could come. I then called and said I didn't feel comfortable. Oh. She said it was two hours after. 
She said, but that's not what y'all saw. I said, well, okay. And then I, I feel like, huh. okay, I kind of don't want it both ways. I mean, I kind of want to know the tea, but now I'm looking at it like, we know it all ain't real, but can some of it be real? I want to think that you got invited right before Cynthia was on her. <laughs> I wonder if Cynthia held on to it to make it juicier. Right. Because, right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Which well, says Cynthia a lot is, about Cynthia. Yeah. Well, Cynthia is, is turning into something like how she like, I like her mouth, like laid it out. Cynthia Ooh. snapped on Kenya. I've never seen Cynthia snap on Kenya like that. I'm like, what is, I'm loving this villain edit for Cynthia. I'm loving it. Loving she, it. Well, Nene always says she had yes. it in her, right? I believe it. Yeah. I believe like, it. What is she talking about? No, girl. I mean, remember when Candy said she was going to drag Mal and, and uh, Cynthia was like, no, you're not. And, and your sister said this. Cynthia said, she did not say she was going to push you. I said, oh, okay. Thank <laughs> you. Yep. Great fight. So Cynthia yep. has it in her. But you see when they was walking to the um they were walking to the yoga studio. Child them hips. Like, I said, what Mal? Okay. I said the thickness. What is the what this <laughs> it, Cynthia it and her sister can never be on um Beverly Hills. They don't have the clothes big enough. They were all wearing size 14 and up. Yeah. That's not what they do in Beverly Hills. These girls, I mean, even Kenya, it everybody so good. I seen some of these girls in real life and I'm like, their bodies are really that size. Like, <laughs> bam. I'm like, what size drawers do you even get to fit on that? <laughs> I'm just saying like, it's the thickness in Atlanta. is just unmatched. They are literal peaches. They, they are. They, they are. <laughs> body, like, yaddy, 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 yaddy. Yeah, 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 yeah. They are I'm gorgeous. Deep. Megan Thee Stallion but... has nothing on Mal. No. Nothing on Cynthia. <laughs> Thick. <laughs> they are thick. Like even when Ralph was packing, Ralph thick too. I was like, everybody, everybody thick. I was like, Jesus. <laughs> he turned around those sweatpants, and I was like, damn. <laughs> everybody, everybody. Uh, so one last question about Kenya, though, before we wrap it up. Do we think that Kenya being offended about not being invited that that's why she took out her anger on Portia and said her protesting and all that was fake, and she was only doing it for the cameras? Do we think this is like classic, you know, retaliation from Kenya? Like, you know, the got to get your back, how she always is. Or does she really feel this way? I think it's just more of that, you know, eye for an eye until nobody can see. Yeah, I think I think they're running out of material, guys. I think they need an event like Potomac had that they can draw out for the entire season because what we're noticing is that not too much is going on and probably because of the pandemic or maybe the course, the, the, the yeah. course has run, it's run its course with yeah. this with this cast. How many times are we going to fight over cocktails, you know? And so now we're just seeing like, oh, you didn't invite me to the party. It's like, oh, okay. Like nobody likes you, Kenya. <laughs> like <laughs> let's, let, let's something more relevant. So we're looking for more drama in the show. The drama's not really there. They're still trying to bring it, of course, but it just doesn't seem, it, it doesn't seem relevant for yeah. me. Like, I'm like, this this shade is, like, way too much to for you not to be invited to a party. So I want to see how the season progresses. Me too. And, like, what really is, like, the meat and potatoes of what's going to happen. Bolo. Oh, yeah, I can't He's wait for going to be the meat game. and the potatoes. <laughs> the, the stripper. Bolo? Bo- Bolo. He's the stripper. That, uh, oh, yeah, I yes. forgot about that. That's That's big. That's coming That's up. coming. But, you know, did y'all think it was telling? I know that the girls had the conversation, but, you know, we always try to pick out little things. I thought it was very telling how they talked about age. And Candy was like, Cynthia's 
I'm I'm the oldest in the group. I know Cynthia's got to be feeling ancient. Yeah, it was very telling that they had three. They had Toya, Fallon, and Joy. I mean, they got more friends than the show Friends, but (laughs) it was very telling how they had those three. And then you got Candy and Cynthia, and Candy's talking about age. And Cynthia was like, "I probably could have had you when they were talking Mm -hmm. about Uh babysitting." I was like, "Mm, "A shift. I I think a shift is going to come, but I don't want them to go too young, though. Those young girls are annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I wasn't a fan Um, of them. They're looking like they're thirsty for you know attention, and uh, I I don't know. It, It it is an age thing, but." I, I think that the older women, they're not even that old. No, no. Age. Yeah. She's 33. Why is Portia hanging out with these birds? What's happening? Yeah. Like, these Portia's friends. Because she has wings. I'm just going to be quiet. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Oh, but to Anthony's question about Kenya, how you said that you think it was a get back. I feel like Kenya always. Anthony's not here. I'm sorry, not Anthony Quinn. Didn't I do that? (laughs) I was looking like Anthony. You just miss Anthony. We miss Anthony. That's (laughs) why. But I still love y'all. But to your to your point about if uh, if do you think Kenya was just doing a get back? I think Kenya always has something at the ready because she's on defense mode because probably have issues with her mother and other issues with these girls. So I think that she was just waiting because at the uh, lunch that her and Candy went, she was starting to talk about the Portia thing already Uh a little bit, but it didn't, you know? Yeah. I think she does feel that way, Mm -hmm. but I think it came out because she wasn't invited to the party. Yeah, But I think, and maybe it's just my white guilt. I feel like (laughs) some topics like shouldn't be, Made for drama. Yes. Right. Can't That's somebody a- just protest and not get made fun of? Right. Like, yeah. yeah. She's doing too much. She's like, well, how come every time you protest, the cameras are there or get arrested, the cameras are there? I, but I was like, wait a minute. She got a good, she got a good point there. Like, why are the cameras there? <laughs> but it's it, a lot of protests are heavily televised yeah yeah i saw a lot of protests will be televised Mm -hmm. you know taria who was it you mentioned it before that Uh, tamika mallory from black lives matter she responded to kenya and said she purposely invited portia and yandy from love and hip-hop um to get arrested to bring attention to it so they wanted the media there so they girls could use their platforms she responded to kenya because it all started when, um, did you notice how they did the flashback to the first week when um, Portia was getting arrested and bent over and said, let me get my water bottle? Yeah. When she did that, somebody snapped a picture and put it on uh, Instagram and said, Portia's uh, is being fake about the protest. And she was just twerking on a policeman and Kenya liked the picture. That's what started all of this. And then did the eyes like yeah. the like eye that. emoji. Yeah, so then all, all of it snowballed. So then Tamika Mallory stepped in last week based on the clip that we saw of Candy and um, Candy and Kenya. We saw it all play out this week, but there was that little clip of uh, Kenya saying she got arrested again. And Tamika was like, that's the whole point. Right. I, I agree with Donnie. I just feel like I hope this doesn't all get kind of like distorted because I saw people online today saying that they shouldn't have had the pictures hanging. Like at Portia's party, they shouldn't have had the pictures of the people that were killed by the police. What did y'all I think know, about I, that? That's what I, I thought. Think, I thought the viewers let them get the message. They have a huge wall in DC outside yeah. Yeah, they with do. all of them. Yeah. So 
And we don't see it enough. Yeah. So what it is, we should, it should be shown. And if I don't think that was in bad taste. Me neither. I think that it's the whole reason why she was doing what she was doing. A part of it, I had no problem with that whatsoever. And it was a party where friends were sitting and talking about it. It wasn't a party, like, it didn't cut to LaToya twerking or anything. Right. 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 I don't That's know, true. guys. What do you, um, what do you feel like when you watch the housewives so obviously we're watching this happen months after the fact um but i just feel like at first it was a little hard for me to watch because it's like we already lived this we already mm. lived this and to like watch it again it's kind of like it didn't happen that long ago right. so we're watching the protests we're we're looking at corona we're still in we're still in the pandemic and i was like i don't know if i'm gonna watch this entire season like this because i feel like it's just like reliving like a trauma that everybody's going through all of this civil unrest all of the pandemic and the quarantine i'm like i need something else so it was it's not even it's hard for me that's that's not even mentioning like the voting like we we're still like did like so much stuff is like because i don't know about y'all but like the whole election was stressful as hell to me yes And it's no, still it's going on. Like it's still a problem. It's still right. going on. In, in, in Georgia. Yeah. And uh I agree. I couldn't even watch TV when um the during the election cycle. So I kind of just really shut that out. But to watch it again on Atlanta Housewives, I kind of watch Housewives to just like have that guilt-free fun time and mm-hmm. to see all of this, which while it is important, it's kind of like oof. Okay, let's go. Yeah. Let's dig it's back into it. I mean, it's fresh, but I don't I don't feel overwhelmed by it yet. Like I don't feel like it's been shown to the point where it's like, oh God, now I'm back in the summer of right of white liberals again. No, like I don't feel I don't feel that way. I feel like it's a good reminder because we moved out of that shit real quick. Mm-hmm. We like, yeah, that summer mm-hmm. happened and then we just went on. Breonna Taylor never got justice. Like we yeah. this stuff is still going on. So the gentleman that it. just was killed now yes, it was, was his just cell killed. phone. Uh-huh. It was like, what about the? Did you see the boy that was just? Uh, it was a, a singer and his son. I think it's a singer. Um, his son, uh, a Karen, walked up to him and accused him of stealing so her I cell phone. That. Yes, and he tried to like attack him. Yeah. Yes. So we're still here. My only issue with all this being shown on the housewives is, I know that I'm going. There's going to come a point when I have to stay off of social media and certain aspects because when i see yeah. people who don't look like me debating the merits of people uh-huh. who look like me now we have an issue yeah and yeah. now it's like uh it's you almost take it personal because it could be your son your brother your friend you know it could be so you know your your sister i mean that you it could have been either one of us right. driving and been San, sandra bland so that's yeah. when you're like y'all are and, and they don't want to hear you out i saw a comment today to somebody that said um you guys are always making it about race. And I think it's disgusting that you're okay with pictures of these uh, dead people hung up. And I, I had to just kind of like, okay, I need to put Another this down. Next, product. I'm going to ask you yeah, to drop your location. You can't do that. For your yeah. mental health, you can't You can't yeah. do that. You can't. Yeah. I learned that in 2016, actually. But you can't. Yeah. You got to unplug. As soon as the election was like different, I knew that Biden was going to win the whole time. I'm one of those people. I said it from the beginning. Tell him, Donnie. I told everybody. I tell you what I told him. I tell you what I told him. Premonitions. I knew he was going to win. So, like, after he won, I was like, I'm going to unplug a little bit. There's yeah. still work to do, but now I can unplug a little bit. And now I and go breathe. in in doses. And the okay. same thing with, you know, social justice. Like, I plug in at certain times and then I plug out. 
Like Donnie told me, he was like, you're going to have to stop doom scrolling. He was like, you can't do this. I'm like, but I can't stop. I'm like, it's either the pandemic or my people or my country. Like everything is at stake. I was ready to like go out and like, if they were doing a draft, I was willing to go join. (laughs) Oh my. (laughs) Like, seriously, I was like, let's fight. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. But you really I'm, have well, to take I'm glad that, that you're here to fight. We need everybody because everyone's like, oh, I'm moving to another country. I was like, no, you need to no, stay here and here. fight with us. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm fine. I'm good for about three people, too. So <laughs> let's do it. I got one in the possible, like Spade. That can be one in the possible. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Spade's play. <laughs> So I guess I guess we um, pretty much did it. What let's how what are our final thoughts? Okay, well I'll just go. I, I I again this Atlanta's not giving me the same as it used to, but we're in a pandemic. Everything is different. Um, right now I'm still in the midst of a snooze fest. If you ask me, they need to ramp up the drama <laughs> quick, fast, and in a hurry. But we are gonna get that with the strippers and the. And, yeah, and, and the drama right there, because that's what I watch Atlanta Housewives for. You know, Portia, thank God that she's out here with the social justice. We mm-hmm. appreciate it. But, uh, you know, this that, that random caddy. Oh, you didn't invite me to my party. Let's move past that. So that, yeah. that those are my yeah. final thoughts. I think that I am going to link up with Natasha and her and I are going to go to Utah and help Mary with her wigs. <laughs> and then we're going to swing by heather's place and get some hydrofacials we're gonna have fun yeah. there is a uh waldorf astoria girl we can stay there somewhere like in the area yeah but you can't drink <laughs> yes. and we're stripping on whitney's pole yes and we're <laughs> listen we're gonna call angel baby whitney and we're y'all gonna see us you'll be like did i just see taria in the t- <laughs> in the background <laughs> i'm gonna be your assistant because i'm not good with hair so you just tell me what where to hold what to do so we're gonna do that sew it on <laughs> and then we gonna head down south to the peaches and liven them up i i guess latoya gives still gives me all kinds of emotions my body reacts viscerally to things and it reacted to her i'm firing on all synapses but i don't know what way i'm leaning more to um because now that you say drama it's like uh but it's misplaced drama, so I'm not really right. I don't know. Fallon is just there. I don't know. Yeah, you know. So um, I just hope it. I hope it picks up a little bit. I hope we don't play. I hope this Kenya Portia BLM beef doesn't continue because that's where they're gonna lose me. Like uh-huh. we don't need to make it fodder an argument. We don't. No, I do don't. think the Rosa Parks doll will shade, but we don't need <laughs> we don't need to make this me fodder. Too. Yeah, it was. Why shade. would you get a baby a Rosa Parks Barbie? <laughs> That was shade. So I didn't know um, they made that. Me neither. Me neither. <laughs> and I hope that the viewing audience gets out of it what I hope they get out of it as far as Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Mine is Candy has always been my favorite in Atlanta. And for mm-hmm. a long time, it was hard to stick up for that decision. People were like, why? And I said, I don't know. I just like her. But yeah. now I feel like she's really holding her own. I think she's very funny. And I'm glad that she's easy to support now. Well, yes. Uh, I guess I'll say that Drew needs to kick her problematic, abusive, <laughs> sexy-ass, fat-booty husband to the curb. <laughs> and you can know that. <laughs> know that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you just, so, you just in about, a nutshell. I mean, <laughs> he ain't that sexy. Come on now, people. He has um, really nice arms. He, I mean, there's, there's parts of him that are very nice, but it's all attached to that mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would have sex with him the three times a week he wants to have sex, but I do not want to deal with you the rest of the week. Like, yeah, no talking. <laughs> yeah, 
Um, yeah, so you to, think he was mouth shut? Like, we could do the damn thing. Yeah, like, go to Tampa. I, I'll see you next week. Maybe his mouth just needs a task. So, <laughs> Natasha, how about you tell everybody where they can find you and what's going on with you one more time? All right, guys. Um, this is Natasha. You can find me on all social media platforms at the Weave Whisperer. That's Whisper with the extra E R, and that's on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and uh, I'm here giving you a lot of great tutorials and opinions on your favorite shows. Love it. Tell us, Tria, where we can find you. Um, you can find me on Twitter at T as and Tom S like Sam Faison F A I S O N on Instagram at WeGo Podcast W E I G O Podcast and on all pla- podcast platforms wherever podcasts can be found. If you go to my Instagram bio and click the link in the bio, uh, the podcast is called What Else Is Going On. Click the link and you have an Apple phone. It takes you to iTunes. If you have an Android, it takes you to hell. Then it'll bring you back up and take you to a platform where you can listen to the podcast. What else is going on? Oh, Lord. (laughs) Not to hell. (laughs) Great to hell. Eternal hell. Uh. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to support the show, be sure to visit buymeacoffee.com slash knowthatpod. If you want to join in on discussions about the episodes as they air in real time, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at knowthatpod. You can follow me at realdonnywood on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow me, Quinn, at Quentin Lamar on Twitter. I'd also like to say thank you to Taria for being a great host with us and sitting in with us. We had a great time. Yes, you were so and great. Also to- thank you. And also to Natasha as well. And continue to listen and subscribe for free to know that a Real Housewives podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. Y'all take care now. Bye.